Cobb County School District is one of the largest districts in the country. With over 16 competing high schools and a deep pool of talent in every sport, this is the Cobb Sports Podcast. Let's dig in. All right, I'm here with uh, District Athletic Director Don Baker, and we are talking about all things NIL. And if you haven't heard or uh, if you haven't seen that, that NIL is coming to high school sports, it is. And that's name, image, and likeness, and that's that means that, uh, well, we <laughs> that's what we're going to talk to Don Baker about, just exactly what does that mean. So, Don, this is kind of a fixing the plane while you're flying it. And uh, so just kind of introduce the whole topic of, of NIL and, and where we're at right now as it affects Cobb sports. Yeah, sure. So obviously, I think anybody that has been around long enough, you understand that the only thing constant in life is change. And that is what this is. Uh, it is a change uh, from what uh, student athletes have been allowed to do up until this point. Uh, but at the end of the day, the one of the few things that an individual owns is their own name, their own image, and their own likeness. Uh, and this is a trickle-down effect from the collegiate level. We see that a lot at the high school level. Uh, but uh, it is an opportunity uh, for our student athletes to take advantage of their name, image, and likeness. Uh, now, obviously, there are uh, some guidelines that the Georgia High School Association has uh, released uh, that limit a lot of what can be done uh, from uh, a NIL perspective. So, uh, for example, the compensation, it's not contingent on a specific athletic performance or achievement. So there is no pay for play. So it's not like you can cut a deal that says for every touchdown that you score, you get a blizzard from Dairy Queen or, or, or something like that. You can't do that. Um, the compensation is not provided as an incentive to enroll. It can't be a enrollment inducement to a school. You come to this school, and if you come here, we'll give you this deal. That's a big no-no. Uh, that kid's going to be deemed ineligible, and there's going to be penalties for that school. Um, and you know, the compensation is not provided by the school or any person acting as an agent of the school. So that term agent, uh, that is a very broad term. That could be anything from a coach to an administrator all the way to a booster of that program, uh, and even a parent. So it's a, it's a, it's a very wide net uh, that uh, limits who can, can facilitate deals, and that's something that we're kind of working through right now. Um, big piece of the, of the NIL policy, uh, you can't use any type of mark that is associated either with the district, your school, or the Georgia High School Association. So you can't wear your jersey, you can't have a shirt that has your logo on it, or the GHSA logo on it, or even a Cobb logo on it. Um, no school apparel, no equipment can be worn, um, and anything that kind of designates you as an athlete in the district at X school, if that makes sense. You, you are representing you as the athlete, not you as the athlete at a high school in this district. So again, the, the focus is on your name, your image, your likeness, not anything else. You can't use the school facility for any type of advertisement. So again, the, the I can't say this enough, this is about your name, your image, your likeness, your life, not anything associated with the district or with the schools. Families need to make sure that if they are presented with um, 
uh, a individual uh, who wants to engage in an NIL activity, they really need to press pause immediately and they need to seek professional guidance uh, on the NIL process uh, and what that means, the tax implications of it, uh, because a lot of the a lot of the, the high school NIL space is dominated by minors. And so a lot of these deals, their parents will sign into these deals. Well, what does that do to their their, their tax situation, it could change that. It's something that they need to be educated on. And so they need to seek guidance out to do that. Uh, the way that it's gonna work for us, let's talk about that for a minute, okay? So uh, if a kid is approached and wants to engage in a deal um, within seven calendar days after any entering into a NIL deal, they are supposed to report that to the local school athletic director, okay? And at that time, or even before, what our role is going to be, we're not going to vet contracts, we're not lawyers, okay? Uh, we are just going to educate our, our families and our athletes on the process itself, what they can do and what they can't do, try to give them some tools to kind of look for some red flags when presented with a deal, all right? For example, let's, let's use this. If you are presented with a deal that has a, a perpetuity clause in it. Okay, well, I've watched enough Shark Tank to know that that means forever, okay? Uh, and so you need to be aware of that. You understand the, the gravity of that. That means forever. Well, that's probably a red flag. Um, is it a, does it have a exclusivity clause in it? Okay, well, let's, let's talk about what that means. It means that if it's a Nike deal and you end up going to an Adidas school, that could be a problem, right? So you need to understand what the possible hiccups could be as you navigate this process. Some contracts, are, are some, they'll have a zip code clause that basically says that you've got to reside in a certain zip code in order to get the payment for that deal. Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's really just an education piece for us to make sure that we are giving our athletes and giving our parents tools so that when they step into this space, which is... Uh, a ever-evolving space. Uh, we are the 32nd state to allow NIL, so it's not like we were, we are on the tip of this iceberg, but I think everybody knows that whenever NIL, high school NIL got to the Deep South, it was gonna be a game changer. Uh, got a lot of kids um, in this district and a lot of kids in the South, in the Southeast, that can benefit from this, but it's gotta be done the right way. Okay, so the one thing I'm hearing here is that if, if anybody has has any interest in pursuing any kind of NIL deal, proceed with caution. I would say 100% to that. Uh, it, it is, uh, there's a lot of unknown in it, uh, and you don't want to put yourself in a situation where for a quick buck, you have jeopardized your eligibility. Uh, and that's the ultimate consequence. If this isn't done correctly, it will result, result in a kid not being able to play. And that is the last thing that we want to do. Uh, but it is something that we're going to have to do uh, if it is something that is outside of the rules and guidelines that have been established by the Georgia High School Association. So before we started recording here, we talked a little bit, and this is the thing that, that, that really that really stuck with me, that I, need, I didn't even think of, of this as being one of the um, implications. And another reason to proceed with caution is that any signing with an agent, any any kind of high-level deal that, that's going to that would take a, a high school athlete and essentially make them a pro, that would take them out of amateur status. Well, that means their high school career is essentially over. Okay, so let's let's have that conversation. Okay, because 
uh, I'm glad that you brought it up because the, the way that the GHSA bylaws are written, uh, 1.92D, it says that. It says that if you sign a professional playing contract in any sport or you hire an agent uh, to manage your athletic career, you can forfeit your amateur status. But that is on the field. That is you getting paid to play football on the field. That is separate from the NIL space. Okay, so we actually, the GHSA policy, it, it states they want families to seek out professional guidance. That's, you know, like we talked about. They want them to seek out people that can help them vet these contracts, that can, um, you know, secure deals that won't put anything in jeopardy for them. And so when you're looking for, for help in this area, you signing with an agency, that is okay. You just have to make sure that it is separate from you playing on the field. So their only involvement with you is in the NIL space, which just like we talked about earlier, the NIL space is away from your school. It is away from the playing field. It, you can't be associated with it in any way. Same, same kind of thing here with an agent or an agency that specifically deals with your NIL activity and in that space. It has nothing to do with you being paid to play on the field because obviously that would forfeit your amateur status. Again, I can't tell you enough, press pause and breathe and look at the guidelines and ask some questions uh, to get some clarification uh, before you jump off the high dive because it may be too late at that point. Special thanks to Cobb School's Director of Athletics, Don Baker, for taking the time to explain the world of NIL and what it means for Cobb athletes. I'm sure we will revisit this topic in upcoming episodes, so be sure that you are subscribed and always tuned in to the Cobb Sports Podcast. There are several important football games with big-time playoff implications to be played this Friday. Harrison travels to Hillgrove, and McKeetron heads to North Paulding to determine the region leader. Campbell travels to Pebblebrook to fight for the final playoff spot in Region 2 7A, and the game I have circled on my calendar is Wheeler at Osborne. The Cardinals are putting their 7-0 record to the test against the Wildcats, and this game will tell us a lot about both of these teams. It'll be a great night of high school football in Cobb County. We also have three Region Volleyball champs in Cobb. In 7A, Hillgrove beat North Paulding to take the Region 3 title, and Walton beat North Cobb to win Region 5. In 6A, Pope claimed the gold in Region 7 by beating Alpharetta. The playoffs are already underway, and we will have much more to say about volleyball next week. Great job, Cobb ladies. In 7A softball, North Cobb is continuing its dominance through the playoffs as the Region 5 champ and the last remaining 7A team for the district. The Warriors face Brookwood in the final tournament next week. In 6A, Region 7 champ Pope is ready to get the postseason started, and Kell, the Region 6 champ in 5A, is through to the final tournament where they will face Northside. Best of luck, Cobb Fast Pitch. This week's athletic director interview is with Osborne's Ron Boggs. Ron has been in education for over two decades and has been in Cobb for the last seven years. Here's my conversation with A.D. Boggs about all the great things happening at Osborne High School. I'm Ron Boggs. I'm the athletic director at Osborne High School. Um, this is my 24th year in, in education, uh, going my eighth year at, at Osborne, um, fifth year as the athletic director here. Um, I got my start, you know, teaching and, and coaching uh, as an assistant coach and uh, teaching PE. Eventually moved on to special ed and, and finished my teaching career teaching math. 
Um, as a coach, uh, I was a baseball coach and a head coach for uh, seven years, and then um, an assistant football coach uh, through my teaching career. And um, for me, athletics um, on a personal side, um, I wouldn't be where I, I am today had I, you know, not for athletics. I um, probably would not have gone to college, um, and then would not have. Uh, uh, Tried to become an educator, uh, coach, and then now administrator. What are you most excited about so far with with the fall sports? You know, we got a lot to be excited uh, for here at Osborne. Um, you know, from our, our cross country team to our softball team, who um, won three games this year. And for most programs, that wouldn't seem like a big deal. But we had not won a softball game since 2014, so to win three this year was real exciting for us. Our cross-country program is doing well under new head coach, Coach Kaiser. And then our football program. Um, uh, of course, uh, you know, proud of the, the 7-0 and record, 2-0 and in the region. But um, uh, our mission here is to develop gritty, humble leaders um, through athletics. And our football program exemplifies that um, through top-down leadership with Coach Salam. Uh, he got in here about three years ago and um, started to build this program. And, and Coach Salam is a very competitive man, but um, he, he, he's gritty, which he, he um, perse perseveres really well, and he coaches that really well. And um, as we say here, grit is a one-syllable word for mental toughness. And um, he really coaches mental toughness into our kids at a very, very, very high level. And uh, of course, um, it's, it's really good to see the 7-0 the, the record, but it's more, how um, our, our kids and our coaches do things. Um, they do things uh, very competitive, but they, they have uh, pushed through some tough situation and exemplified that grit and done it with a lot of humility. Um, and, and our kids have responded so well to some adverse situations they've been in, not only the last couple years, but um, this season. So what makes Osborne unique? We're, we're a real transient community. Um, a lot of our, our kids have been told they uh, can't do certain things. Um, and uh, what makes us unique is watching our kids' community and then our coaches lead our kids to overcome adverse situations. And we talk a lot about um, our vision to be, be more prepared for life because our kids have, have participated in our athletic programs. And to see our kids push through those adverse situations and um, not only carried out in their current season, but how they carry that out in life. Um, you know, I think it makes us real unique. We're a blue collar community. Um, our, our kids and families are, are used to working hard and then watching that play out, you know, on, on the, the fields and the courts and, and watching our coaches lead our kids to overcome those adverse situations and then come out um, better than they were when they got here is, is really neat to see. Okay, so you mentioned you have a connection with baseball, but um, other than that, what are what are one or two sports that you've really grown to love in your role as athletic director that you, that you either didn't didn't really know much about before, or you didn't get a chance to watch, or or something like that? I guess the biggest one is soccer. Um, I, I didn't know, uh, wasn't around the game much growing up as a kid, and then my former school, while I was an athletic director, we didn't have soccer. Uh, at that school. So um, to come here and um, not only be around the game, the sport, but to watch that program grow under head coach Aaron Foster, um, 
uh, he started his second tenure the same time that, that I began uh, as athletic director here. And uh, to watch him grow that program um, ha has been tremendous. You know, last year they won a region championship, um, but he's taken that program to, to to, to new heights, that was our first region championship, but our kids compete at, at a high level. Um, when I say compete, they're, they're pushing through those adverse situations, they're overcoming the adversity you know, at practice that really helps them to um, be more prepared in, in the games. And then they, they grow with Kit Cummings, they go through the POP program for the last three or four years. So to watch their, um, you know, their development on the field and games, but their, their personal development and their mental development grow uh, through Coach uh, Foster's leadership has uh, been great to see. What are some of the intangible benefits that, that, that students, you know, that, that athletes get as being involved in sports? Not necessarily, I mean, sure, you might, you might be able to get a college scholarship out of something, but, but in terms of life skills and, and, and life lessons, what are some of those, those things that, that, that sports really help reinforce? You know, our vision is to see our kids more prepared for life because they participated in, in our athletic program or programs. And, and those intangibles, you know, um, so many times we don't see them till, till the kids and their grown men and women, they come back to us and, and tell us about their life situations and, and whether it's, you know, being a parent, you know, in the workforce that um, or just handling life situations that, that they're able to, um, they've learned how to, to persevere through those tough situations that we call grit here. Um, they learn to handle life with the humility that we need when uh, people make us aware of our weaknesses. We got to have humility when, when we're made aware of our weaknesses. So to see our kids and become grown men and women um, have that grit, have that mental toughness, and have that humility when, when they leave us and, and take that and use it in, in life, uh, I think are the two biggest intangibles that um, we take pride in here. It's real easy for fans to see the athletes getting all the accolades and winning and winning all the games or crossing the finish line. But what are some of the great things that are happening behind the scenes that you're real proud of? Yeah, so behind the scenes, I guess uh, the biggest thing is how our, our coaches um, grow our kids um, from, you know, the practice. You know, we, we take a lot of pride in how we practice and, and how we prepare our kids, obviously, for game day. But you know, um, we take pride in our kids, our coaches, coaching our kids, co kids hard and, and loving them, but, but coaching them hard. And then with those results put out, not just, you know, uh, state champion and Zoe Johnson, our region championship and, you know, our soccer program, our football program, 7-0, but how it's, it turns out quality young men and young women. Um, we talk a lot, but we got a young man that's down at Georgia Southern now playing football, and of course we're proud of him being one of our first Division One football kids in a long time. But uh, how he's handled going down and playing and not being a top kid, a top recruit, but um, being consistent. And uh, last year, his consistency, his mental toughness, his humility, you know, turned into the bowl game. He's getting nearly every defensive snap. Um, and just when kids come back, you know, and they're successful in their jobs and they're successful in life, um, we're really proud of. And then our facilities have really improved over the last few years. Um, our baseball, softball facility got totally redone. We've got a real functional facility with our concession bathrooms and how they sit out of our facility. Our uh, football field was redone. 
back in, I say our field, our stadium area redone back in 2018 with a new press box and new locker rooms. And then of course our new arena that came in with the new, uh, the new building that we moved into in 2020. So in the next couple months, our weight room is gonna be revamped, uh, gonna be a, a really, really first class weight room. So really excited to, to see that um, come to fruition here in a, in a month or so and, and that new weight room come into play. Um, from our coaches to our athletes to facilities, we, we have a lot to be proud of right now. Okay, uh, so we talked about what's, what lessons you want students to take with them and grit was, was kind of like the, uh, the one word, the one word summary, but what are some lessons that you have learned from the students over the years? Yeah. For, from our kids, um, you know, I've learned patience. Um, since I've came to Osborne, I've learned I, I need to be more patient, um, that, 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 you know, uh, to trusting the process, uh, that we have here that, you know, whether it's a, a relationship with a, with a student, when you're trying to build those positive relationships, um, our kids have taught me what it what it means to to come into maybe an uncomfortable environment and, and how to how to handle that. Um, I see how our kids have handled maybe stepping into an uncomfortable environment or coming into a place that, you know, whether you know they're they're just moving here from out of the country, they're coming to a place that's uncomfortable, and and, and seeing how they handle that and seeing the the the, the way that they handle that adverse situation, uh, meeting new people. Um, sometimes speaking a whole new language um, and how they've handled that. I've learned a lot from our kids. Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you want to make sure you highlight for our listeners here about Osborne? Yeah, you know, from our, uh, from our coaches to our, our kids, our, our student athletes, um, and to our principal, uh, you know, Mr. Mr. Jones, um, you know, their support, their work every day, you know, our coaches work extremely hard. They, they, they do uh, a lot. Um, you know, they, many of them do uh, run a program without a booster club, and, and they do typical uh, jobs and, and things that booster clubs normally handle. Um, so, so proud of our coaches, so proud of our athletes on how they handle different situations that come their way. Um, and how they push through that and exemplify that grit, that mental toughness. Osborne Athletic Director Ron Boggs, thank you so much. Thank you, Eric, and appreciate your time today. That's going to do it for this week. I hope you learned something that you didn't know about what it takes to be an athlete or an administrator in high school sports. There's a lot of fun to be had in sports, but there's also a lot of work that gets put in behind the scenes to make everything happen. Thanks to my guests Don Baker and Ron Boggs for their time and for shedding light on the ever-changing world of Cobb Sports. Thank you for listening and being a part of the athletic community in Cobb Schools. Be sure to check out the website at cobbsports.org and subscribe to the feed. We'll see you right here next week on the Cobb Sports Podcast.